On today's headline update show for Ranting Politics, we cover the following headlines. China floods U.S. with deadly fentanyl, and Deutsche Bank profited from human trafficking. Today we're going to delve into a topic that's been a significant concern for the United States for the past decade or so, the fentanyl crisis, and China's involvement in supplying the potent opioid to Mexican cartels. The U.S. government estimates that more than 90% of the fentanyl in the U.S. comes from China-supplied pills and chemicals. In 2022, the U.S. Department of Justice seized more than 10 million fentanyl pills at the border with Mexico. This is a tenfold increase from just five years ago. Fentanyl, for those who might not be familiar, is a synthetic opioid that's 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. It's a legal prescription drug used for severe pain management, but it's also made its way onto the streets in a big way, contributing to a devastating opioid crisis in America. In 2020, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported that over 81,000 drug overdose deaths occurred in the United States in the 12 months ending in May 2020, the highest number of overdose deaths ever recorded in a 12-month period. Fentanyl was a significant contributor to this surge. Now, let's dig in and let's talk about China's role in this crisis. The U.S. government and several independent reports have implicated China as a primary source of illicit fentanyl and its analogs. The allegations are that Chinese laboratories manufacture these substances, and then ship them to Mexican cartels, who then smuggle them across the U.S. border. A recent indictment unsealed on April 14, 2023, offers a rare window into the global supply network that is fueling the fentanyl crisis, devastating communities and families across the United States. The indictment names 23 suspects, including four Chinese nationals, as well as Mexican cartel bosses. It describes a chemical pipeline from China's Wuhan province that passes through ports in Germany and the United States before reaching cartel cooks working in the mountain hideouts in northern Mexico. The Chinese company at the center of this indictment is Wuhan Biological Technology. According to U.S. prosecutors, this company not only supplied the key ingredients needed to make deadly fentanyl, but also offered technical assistance and advice to Mexico's notorious Sinaloa cartel. Payments were made in cryptocurrency, and the company even advised on how to economize on starting material. Despite the damning evidence, there's little chance the Chinese suspects will be prosecuted. Amid worsening geopolitical tensions with Washington, China is increasingly unwilling to crack down on illicit chemical shipments. As Jonathan Calkins, a Carnegie Mellon University professor who researches the criminal drug trade, puts it, quote, It's important to realize that this is just a gnat on the windshield on the Chinese side of things. China, for its part, has consistently denied these allegations, arguing that it has been cracking down on fentanyl production and that the U.S. is trying to shift the blame for its own domestic drug problems. A Chinese official recently declared, there is no such thing as a fentanyl trafficking between China and Mexico. The U.S. has a massive demand for opioids, both legal and illegal. China, on the other hand, 
has a massive chemical and pharmaceutical industry that's poorly regulated. This makes it easy for unscrupulous actors to manufacture and export illicit substances like fentanyl. Mexico, meanwhile, is caught in the middle. Its cartels are driven by the enormous profits to be made from trafficking drugs to the U.S., and they have the resources and the ruthlessness to do it effectively. Vanda Brown, who studies the international opium trade for the Brookings Institution, a D.C.-based think tank, said the indictment is important in exposing Chinese companies' involvement in providing precursor chemicals, rebuting the country's claims that it has no evidence the materials are going to Mexican cartels. However, without China's willingness to clamp down on the country's chemical industry, the indictment's impact is limited. The Biden administration has responded to fentanyl's growing death toll with greater urgency in recent months, boosting interdiction efforts along the border while pressuring the Mexican government to crack down on its cartels. But the cooperation between China and the U.S. on the illegal drug trade has been dwindling, largely due to growing trade disputes and disagreements over human rights, in addition to tensions over the status of Taiwan. The indictment also reveals that Chinese chemical companies avoid scrutiny by selling to middlemen inside China. These companies, despite being sanctioned by the U.S. Treasury Department, continue to operate, often simply changing their names to avoid law enforcement scrutiny. So, what's the solution? It requires a multi-pronged approach that addresses the demand for opioids in the U.S., the supply of illicit substances from China, and the trafficking networks in Mexico. A good start would be leveraging our influence over China's energy needs in exchange for Beijing to end its soft war on the U.S. by supplying fentanyl to poison the U.S. from within. We don't think anyone is buying the CCP can't stop the distribution under their authoritarian control. 70,000 U.S. deaths a year. It's time we cut off this naked. Now let's dive deep into the murky waters of financial institutions and their complicity in some of the most heinous crimes of our time. Our focus today is Deutsche Bank a German financial behemoth that has recently agreed to pay a staggering $75 million to settle a lawsuit. This lawsuit was brought forward by a brave woman who, for her safety and privacy, is referred to as Jane Doe. Jane Doe, a survivor of the monstrous Jeffrey Epstein's abuse, alleges that Deutsche Bank profited from human trafficking by retaining Epstein as a client. Jane Doe's lawsuit, filed under a New York law, that temporarily lifted the statute of limitations on sexual abuse claims, accuses Deutsche Bank of prioritizing profit over legality. She alleges that the bank was fully aware that it would rake in millions of dollars by facilitating Epstein's sex trafficking operation. The payout from Deutsche Bank will be distributed among potentially dozens of women who have been victimized by Epstein, with individual claims assessed and determined by an administrator. The potential payout for each claimant could reach up to $5 million. This settlement marks the end of one of three lawsuits involving banks that led to Epstein. The other two lawsuits targeted J.P. Morgan Chase, which is being sued by another alleged victim and the U.S. Virgin Islands, where Epstein owned a property. J.P. Morgan has also filed a fourth lawsuit against former executive Jess Staley accusing him of lying about his relationship with Epstein. The lawyers representing the plaintiffs believe that the sum paid by Deutsche Bank is likely the largest sex trafficking settlement involving a banking institution in U.S. history. This is a significant moment, 
a culmination of over a decade of investigation by two law firms, to hold one of Epstein's financial partners accountable for their role in facilitating his trafficking organization. Deutsche Bank has had trouble history with Epstein. In 2020, the bank paid $150 million to the New York State Department of Financial Services over its relationship with Epstein and internal clients' compliance failures. The bank also agreed to pay $26 million to shareholders who accused the bank of misleading them over its client vetting process. Despite these payouts, Deutsche Bank attempted to dismiss Jane Doe's case, arguing that a settlement she reached with Epstein's estate, which saw her receive $7.4 million, covered the bank's liability as well. The bank also claimed that Jane Doe's complaint was deficient and did not adequately allege that Deutsche Bank was part of Epstein's sex trafficking ring. We must hold financial institutions accountable for their actions and ensure they are not complicit in such crimes. The settlement reached by Deutsche Bank is a step in the right direction, but it's just the tip of the iceberg. Please like and or follow us, Ranting Politics, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other podcast outlets. You can follow us at Twitter, at RantingRP. As always, thank you for listening to our headline updates for Ranting Politics, May 22nd, 2023. Until next time, take care and stay free.